Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
What's going on, Justin? Hey, not much. How are you? Doing all right, doing all right. Just doing a little a little more research, understand a little more about NASCAR. Uh, oh, that's a good thing. Uh, and I actually, um, I did not watch the race in full, but I did catch, like, the last end of the race. Uh, it's pretty pretty thrilling action going on there at Watkins Glen. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a good finish. It, it was not good in terms of a road course race, but over just the finish was good, yes. Yeah. Because, like, I thought it was a lock for Kaslowski to win. That's why I want to kind of get into – I thought it was a perfect time to kind of talk about um, – mm-hmm. Um, the like, you know, how guys like, you know, the announcers were going crazy about, you know, um, guys saving fuel and conserving fuel and what they do, like that short sticking. It was just certain different things I was hearing. That was one of the terms they kept bringing up, which I really, I don't understand, but you know what I mean? Um, and it just made me think of the last time I heard about conserving fuel and, and NASCAR, you know, what in, immediately comes to mind for me is Days of Thunder. So I know that's not really appropriate, maybe still, to <laughs> what um is going on now on the track as, you know, advancements have been made. But um, it was just one of the right. things that I thought was interesting that helped flip that into that race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's a good topic or not. But. Oh, fuel mileage? Yeah, that's, that's fine. We can, we can talk about fuel mileage races. Well, and then how? I mean, I don't, I don't know how much is interesting in that, but you know, um, they come up with the guidelines of how much fuel um, ahead of time for the year. They, you know, um, stage it out. You know, for I mean, they come up with how much fuel and miles it should be for each, you know, um, lap and stage for each race. So, how do guys still run out of fuel or conserve? Like, how does that play into it? Is the the temperature and all the other factors that come into racing, or what? Uh, it just depends on how you know, how well they're able to save fuel, how well the engine was designed, all, all sorts of stuff play into that. You know, it, it takes skill, but, but also, you know, they have to, they crunch numbers. It, it's a lot of engineering. But, yeah, um, are we uh, are we starting now, or are we going to? No, 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 I was just talking, oh. man. I'm just talking. Oh, okay, just okay, talking. yeah. Yes. But, it, it, yeah, they, they save a lot of, like, it's just a lot of engineering goes into it, a lot of math. It's it's mostly, you know, calculations, guesswork, but usually they're right on the money in terms of when they're going to run out. And sometimes they don't know. Like is they just they just don't know. It just depends on can the driver save enough for that final run to make it happen. So that that's where it comes into when they say a car is running good and stuff like that because it's the amount of, um, uh, like if you're I know this part. Um, how hard your engine's working to then, you know what I'm saying, burn that fuel based on how long you're going to maintain at a top speed versus if you bring it down five or ten miles or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about those calculations. Yeah. Yeah, and the tight race car is going to eat up more fuel. So if they're, they're struggling with the handling, they're, they're definitely going to really have a kind of a disadvantage if they're trying to win a race on fuel mileage. Now, is short sticking, like, kind of almost like coasting a little bit or waiting yeah, to sort of like, shift? Yeah, they kind of pop the clutch and kind of coast a little bit. Yeah, gotcha. that's what they do. Okay. That's what and I thought it was. They'll coast under caution. Yeah. Okay. Like shutting off the engine and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's kind of, it's all complicated, really. All right. All right. Um, 
Yeah, that might be too deep for the, you know what I'm saying, pocket. I was just interested because it's one of the things that came up to me, and I thought that's what it kind of meant, but I wasn't sure. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. No, we can get started, man, with the real stuff. I just That was just me, um, some of the questions I had. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, if you want to use that same music bed again to use, like, a, a different part of it, that would be fine. Like the Fox thing we did last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's going to be the same that. each week. So. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. So, what, uh, I'm, whatever you want to talk about, I'm, I'm up for it. No, yeah, just the kind of stuff I sent you. Um, and uh, one other yeah. thing I'm gonna throw at you is just uh, kind of maybe we do. Um, uh, we we preview a different cars like throwbacks symbol and uh, like this week I saw the one that's up on NASCAR right now. Um, that's on the app is um, Corey LaJoy is doing the. Um, Davey Allison throwback from the 1985, 1984 Grand National car, the 23 mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper rap. Right. So, you know, like yeah. kind of talk about, like, if you, I don't know if you're a big Davey Allison fan or if that, you know what I'm saying, jumps out yeah. at you. But I think, I think those are, was, that throwback race is going to be a cool thing to, you know, kind of keep bringing up. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And and especially with me living in South Carolina, that's pretty, that's, that's right. I live about an hour or so away from Darlington. So yeah. Oh okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Josh Norman and Kirk Cousins of some of the Redskins. I don't know if you know this, but the Redskins actually um, they practice. They do their training camp in Richmond. So Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. came out today. Took those guys to the Speedway. They did that whole NASCAR thing. He actually brought his car out though too, and took nice. a couple of them around. And then uh, he went to Redskins camp. But I just thought that was cool. You can kind of we can just throw it to like you know check out Sports Center. The next twenty four hours you can see those guys type of thing. So Right, yeah. All right, that's all I got. Okay. This is with an Ohio bias a podcast oh shit, that's the wrong intro, my bad. Oh. All right, with an Ohio bias presents uh NASCAR talk with Justin Bradley. Justin, welcome into episode four. Hey, how you doing? We're doing all right, doing all right. Exciting stuff at uh, Watkins Glen this past weekend, Justin, uh, your prediction didn't come true like last week, but it was close. Um, he had a top 10 finish, um, but uh, Martin Truex Jr. was able to conserve fuel, and we were kind of talking about it off-cast, man. Uh, it was a pretty, uh, not exciting finish, but definitely one that was entertaining for race car fans. Yeah, overall, it wasn't one of the best road course races I've seen in the last couple of years, but the finish was pretty good, and Again, Keselowski almost won it, so I guess I get half credit for that one. But, but you know, I, I thought he was. I, when I tuned in, I thought you had it, Justin. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're gonna have two back to back on the podcast, you know? So, yeah, I knew I couldn't get that lucky though. But you know, Martin Truex, man, he's been on fire, and, and he's the super speedway guy. But now he's the road course guy. He can win anywhere, and he showed that last year. He's showing it again this year. I think he looks even better. Uh, you got to feel for Matt Kenseth, though, especially if you're a Matt Kenseth fan. He almost, almost sealed his playoff deal. And what surprises me is that was the first time he's finished in the top five at Watkins Glen ever, and it was second place, and he almost won it. But, you know, a lot of great runs there toward the end. You had Truex winning, obviously, Matt Kenseth finishing second, and Daniel Suarez, the rookie there in third, he almost had a chance to win that race too so a lot of good action toward the end again wasn't my favorite race of the year wasn't my favorite road course race in a long time but again overall the finish really really good 
Yeah, two questions real quick. You look at the point standings, uh, things don't shake up that much. But both Matt Kenseth and uh, Clint Boyer um, missed an opportunity there when it comes to the standings. Yeah, and they've been running strong, but it may be a case of too little too late. Now, Kenseth, I think he does have a shot to maybe get a victory in the next couple of races. Boyer, not so much. I mean, he's been solid, but he hasn't really shown that he can win too often. He has one stage win, and that came a couple of weeks ago at Pocono. But, yeah, big-time missed opportunity there for those guys. And I, I thought it was just something interesting, but um, you talk about – you mentioned the rookie Daniel Suarez. Uh, he's got some top ten finishes this year, but still waiting on that big win. Yeah, he's been solid, like I said, all year long. I think he does have rookie of the year kind of on lockdown right now. It's his to lose. And the way he ran at Watkins Glen is probably one of the best rookie runs I've seen in the last few years. Of course, Chase Elliott almost won a few races last year. But in terms of overall rookie runs, that was just excellent. I mean, you would be hard-pressed to find a rookie run that well at a road course. And, man, he ran up front, and he did win a stage, and he was competitive. So I look for a lot of great things to come for that 19 team as the season moves forward. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, everybody's <laughs> – not everybody's favorite racer, but uh, Kyle Busch took to Twitter afterwards, wasn't happy about the way he got uh, crashed out of that race late. Um it wasn't that big of a deal. I think NBC Sports, you know, tried to run with it like it was a little bit more. He just, you know, was going back and forth with some fans, both positive and negatively, on social. Yeah, that's always the case with Kyle. And whether you love him or hate him, at least you know where he stands. Now, some of the things that he does are questionable, but then again, some people love it, so more power to him. But again, he and Brad Keselowski, they have a history anyway, so Anytime those two are going to come in contact, it's going to really upset the other one, and that's just kind of how it's going to be from here on out. But that's Kyle Busch for you, man. Whether you like him or not, he does engage the fans, and sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative, but at least he, he does stay true to himself, so you got to give him credit for that. Well, another week and another big announcement. Um, the race close to you down at Darlington, they got another throwback rap coming out. Corey LaJoy will be honoring, and BK Racing will be honoring Davey Allison and the old 1984 Grand National car. Uh, we get to see that old-style Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper here uh, in the number 23 car. Yeah, and I think any time you get a chance to see Davey Allison's schemes or even for casual or new fans to kind of learn more about Davey Allison is a great thing. He won 19 races in his career. Of course, it got cut short when he had that helicopter crash that killed him on his way to Talladega. Uh, 93, just a dark year for NASCAR because they also lost Alan Kowicki. But Davey was one of the bright faces of the sport. Very well could have been a champion. Probably should have won it in 92 if not for Ernie Irvin spinning in front of him there in the final race of that year. That was such a heartbreaker for a guy who had had perhaps his best season to date. But, I mean, you look at that, Corey LaJoy probably not going to run up front, not going to really be a threat to win at Darlington. But just to have a Davey Allison car as a throwback this year, I think that's that's pretty cool, and it's great for new fans, it's great for old fans, and it's great for people who maybe forgot about Davey and want to know more about him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
Something that we want to know more about from your perspective is the news that uh, shook the NASCAR world this week. Um, Casey Kane will be leaving Hendrick Motorsports. Um, this, and we, we see the announcement that um, Ben. Uh, William Byron's going to take the fire William car, Byron. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That uh, We saw the news that William Byron will be taking over in the number five car. Your thoughts on that? Well, again, that doesn't surprise me. I think I kind of saw this coming. Casey Kane has just been mediocre with Hendrick for the last few years. Even though he won Indy, you look at the fact that Kyle Busch and Martin Truex were the strongest cars that day, and they wrecked, and that kind of opened the way for him. Jimmy Johnson could have passed him late, if not for blowing an engine. Keselowski was there as well. But, I mean, Kane, I like Casey Kane. I really do. I want to see him do well. Unfortunately, it's just not been what everybody had thought it would be at Hendrick, and I'm not surprised that this announcement came. I don't think they were ever not going to make that announcement. I'm half surprised, half not about William Byron. I think I called it that he would get the five car, but at the same time, I also said that Matt Kenseth would have been a good pick, except for it's not a great long-term investment for Hendrick, and right now you've got Jimmy Johnson there, Chase Elliott, and then I think you'll have William Byron be really successful as well, and also Alex Bowman coming into the 88. So it's a good time for Hendrick to get a fresh driver lineup, and I think they'll still do pretty well. I think they'll win races. They'll always be competitive. They're Hendrick Motorsports, and Byron's going to do a good job for them. The only concern I have is maybe coming up a little bit too soon, but he's run so well. I think you got to strike while the iron's hot if you're Hendrick. And it's a good timing that Casey Kane, you know, kind of like finishes with that team with a pretty decent, uh, a pretty nice win at the Brickyard just a couple weeks back. Yeah, and, and I think for Casey Kane, it still shows he can win, that he wants to win. He said all those things at Victory Lane, but we know that Casey Kane wants to win. We know he's a good driver. He just needs to get back into position to get his confidence built up. And I really am looking at perhaps a move to Stuart Haas, maybe in the 10 car, depending on what Danica Patrick does. Ooh. That would be a great fit for Casey Kane. And I keep seeing some rumors that Danica might not come back to the 10 car. I don't know that they're true right now, but if that happens, I can see Stuart maybe taking a chance on either Casey Kane or Matt Kenseth. So two veteran drivers there who could fit well into that 10 car if Danica doesn't come back. Well, wow, that's another uh, bold prediction there. All right, well, uh, let's go. Let's say hello to Brooklyn, and we're not talking New York. We're talking Brooklyn, Michigan. Uh, the Pure Michigan 400 is coming. Um, give us a little preview of what people can expect with this kind of race and that track there. Well, a little inside joke is if you're an Ohio boy or an Ohio girl, an Ohio State fan even, you kind of refer to that as it, that track up north, right? That's what we would call it. <laughs> so, but but no, no, really, honestly, MIS is a, it's a great speedway. It's, you know, it's one of those where the racing's either really great or it's really boring or it could be a fuel mileage race. So it's kind of a mixed bag of what you're going to get. I really think that you'll see Logano up front, you'll see Larson up front, but the guy I'm eyeing once again to finally win his first career race is Chase Elliott. Three times in a row he's gotten second up there. He's got to get it done. I, th I think Chase Elliott wins it this time. I think he does get his first career win if he doesn't spin the tires on the last restart for 
the umpteenth time. So, you know, I think my boy Chase Elliott's going to really have a strong run. If he doesn't win, Larson, you know Larson's going to be up front and obviously can't count Truex out. But, man, I, I really do think that this is Chase's race to win. Yeah, it's not football season just yet. We're very close, so uh, I'm still throwing the M word out there. But uh, give us one of your favorite memories from the track up north. I don't really have a whole lot of favorite memories from it. Now, I do have a couple of things that I found interesting. Uh, Gordon, for those of you who haven't really heard about Jeff Gordon in a while, he did a lot of great things in NASCAR. We all know that. He's (laughs) definitely a legend, a future Hall of Famer, but a lot of people may not remember that he won four races in a row in that terrific 1998 season, and that fourth win came at MIS. And that was a race where he kind of was out of it there for a while, but came on late to win. So that was a good thing for Jeff Gordon. I remember Earnhardt and Davey Allison had a really great battle there when Davey was a rookie. Uh, Earnhardt wasn't really that successful at MIS, but he and Davey had a great race there. I think that was in 1987. I saw the, the clip on YouTube of the fans just going nuts over that one. Uh, also a favorite memory from MIS has to be the upset that Brian Vickers pulled not too long ago when he got his second career win. I think Jimmy Johnson was up front, but he ran out of gas. And, and Vickers really came on there and, and won for Red Bull Racing. So those were some fun races. I think we'll see a really good competitive race again this week, and I wouldn't doubt it again to see familiar faces up front and guys who have been strong at the two-mile racetracks come to the front. All right, and uh, we're going to close out the podcast this week, Justin. uh, The uh, Redskins, for people that don't know, train in Richmond, Virginia, uh, a little further away from D.C., but not that far. But the cool thing is you can see on SportsCenter probably for the next couple days or so um, and on the website, they had a little guest come down and visit them and take them to the Richmond Speedway, Justin, and that was Dale Earnhardt Jr. We all know he's a huge uh, fan of the team from Washington, but uh, he got those guys an 88 car and showed them what speed and agility really was around the track. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt they can't move as fast as he can in that race car. But that's always fun to see different athletes intermingle and do different things with each other. And I know, like you said, Earnhardt's a big Washington Redskins fan. And, you know, you got Kirk Cousins in there. I really think that that for the Washington Redskins fans, man, it might be an exciting year. I really don't follow them too much, but I do know that, uh, you know, Earnhardt's a big fan of them. And for him to take them out, for a spin on the racetrack and show them, you know, a little bit more speed. Maybe that'll get them pumped up to have a really good year for their fans. Yeah, it's funny. Kirk Cousins came out a little shaky. Um, They had the reports, and they kind of show him getting out of one of the cars. But Josh Norman loved it. And uh, uh, Dale Jr. actually went over to training camp afterwards and was running some routes against Josh Norman. Uh, Kirk Cousins was throwing him the ball. So it was a little – it was a a great uh, sports fantasy camp day for both uh, NFL and NASCAR, you know, for those guys. Yeah, and I think that, again, goes back to show that these NASCAR guys are athletes. I mean, they play pickup basketball and football and all kinds of things in their spare time. So it doesn't surprise me that Dale Jr. is out there with him. He may be a little bit smaller than than some of those guys, but it's still, you know, fun to see him out there having a good time, even though he hasn't had the greatest of seasons. At least, you know, he's still enjoying his life, and, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. Um Definitely looking forward to uh, trying to see if the number 24, Chase Elliott, 
you know, comes in there at MIS uh, in a row. And uh, Justin, go ahead and close close out the podcast and uh, give people the social media links to follow you. Yeah, again, uh, two Justin Bradley is the Twitter. Three Justin Bradley is Instagram. Uh, you can follow me anytime. Mostly tweet about NASCAR. Sometimes I tweet about whatever's on my mind. So it's kind of a stream of consciousness, Twitter. But, you know, I'm still trying to get the hang of it. I haven't been a part of it for very long. So one of these days I'll, I'll really get my my Twitter personality down pat. But I like to keep it real, you know. I mean, I'm not going to say crazy stuff or, or you know, attack people. I, I'm always interested in good discussion, and I've gotten a lot of that lately. And and we're really excited to to be a part of that and keeping uh, keeping on keeping on with the NASCAR Twitterverse. Absolutely, and he's no Kyle Busch out there, ladies and gentlemen. So you can't at him. Um, we want to make sure that you're giving us a like on Facebook at With an Ohio Bias, so you can make sure you can see this podcast when it pops up, and then subscribe on iTunes and write us a review. And uh, you can do the same on Google Play and on the Stitcher app. We thank you for listening, and we will talk at you next time. All right, man. Um, yeah, How do you feel about stuff. that? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good, man. Yeah, that was, I didn't know you had that uh, point about Davey Allison, so it tied in well to bring up that rap, man. You know what I'm saying about him for Michigan? So that was pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, Davey, man, Davey was he was good. Uh, he wasn't my favorite because I was an Earnhardt fan, but gotcha, gotcha. my mom really liked him. But and and Davey was. He was uh, he he definitely probably was going to win a championship at some point. I don't think that. Gordon would have been as successful, maybe not even Earnhardt if Davey were still alive when they raced. Yeah, I think Davey was the Jeff Gordon before Jeff Gordon. Wow. All right. We got to go into that one day uh, here, Um, get into a little bit of that, because that's pretty, that's a a bold statement, my friend. Um, Yeah, I mean, Davey Davey was awesome. He he definitely was, but... uh, you know, it would have been interesting to see what he could have done. He's a really good guy, too, so that's what I always liked about Davey is that uh, he didn't start off very humble, but over, you know, over time, it seemed like the more successful he was, the more humble he was. So he's a really good, really good dude. All right, Justin, uh, this one will probably go up Thursday, so give me a day or so. Um, All right, yeah, that sounds good. Working on, but, yeah, it'll be up Thursday. So. Yeah, sorry about the schedule change. It's just we got – whole lot of stuff going on anymore and <laughs> you know but uh at least we can we can do these at seven so yeah no Tuesday. problem yeah that works all right man you have a good night and uh we'll uh wait to get the link from you and share it on social media all right yes sir i'll talk at you then all right we'll see you later Bye. bye Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.